Welcome back here to Thompson Arena in Hanover, New Hampshire on the campus of Dartmouth College. The score at the end of one in the first game of the Ledyard Bank Classic is Union 2, Merrimack 1. Uh, Mike McNamara alongside John Leahy. And thanks for joining us here. And Happy New, Year, uh, Happy New Year as well. And here in the first intermission with us is Merrimack freshman forward Matt Fogut. And uh, Matt, that first period looked like you guys came out pretty strong. We were able to get some good chances, uh, some good shifts in the early part of that period. A power play goal as well to take the lead one to nothing. Uh, uh, but then things changed. You didn't able to uh, come back and score two goals. How did you see the first period? Uh, it's pretty even, you know, five on five, I think. We just got to get pucks in, pucks deep, you know. But uh, that power play goal by Seams is pretty big, too. First game back, that's huge for him. And, uh, yeah, like I said, just stick to the game plan. We should be good. Uh, coming off of the game against Army on Tuesday night, what did you see as uh, the guys, that, that the, thing, the things that you guys needed to do better tonight? Uh, same thing, you know. Just, I mean, got to be stronger on the puck. Get pucks in when you need to. Make plays when you can. And uh, just, you know, stick to our game plan. And uh, you, you come to the Warriors by way of Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, you know, played for uh, Gloucester, I think, up in the CCHL. Uh, tell us about, you know, how do you make the decision, I guess, that, that you want to come to to, uh, to go to school in the U.S., you know, try to get a scholarship, go to school, and, and play hockey here? Uh, it was a pretty easy decision for me, but obviously, like, we had, I had, like, a lot of schools looking after me. I also had the CHL option, but uh, obviously getting your education and playing Division One hockey and hockey, I thought it was just an offer I couldn't. I couldn't pass up. So, at what point, I guess you know, do you decide that that's the route you're going to go, or does it really? Is this really? You're still still kind of going back and forth. Maybe you know, how, how old were you? I guess you know, how, or how long ago since you came in this year and it's your first year? Did, did you decide? Yeah, that that's what I want to do. I want to I want to you know use my my ability to play hockey to to, to go to school and then go from there. Uh, I think about my first year in junior when I was 16. Uh, obviously, I talked to a lot of schools and had a couple of visits and then I just helped from my agent too he really told me like with my style of game it really would have fit in NCAA and uh, with the option to come here as an 18 year old was really huge so um, it was a pretty easy process for me just played two years of junior and now I'm here so it's awesome and then how do you end up at Merrimack what, what made you choose Merrimack just the atmosphere uh, I visited went to a game I loved it uh, coaching staff they really made me feel like a part of the team already and they just had a plan for me from the get-go and uh, I was sold right away. Uh, when, when you look at the difference between uh, junior uh, playing junior hockey and then playing college hockey, uh, what are some of the things that stand out for you? Uh, definitely the speed aspect is a big difference and I guess the size too. I mean last year I was playing junior as a 17-year-old, playing against 18, 19-year-olds. Now I'm 18, playing against sometimes 20, 23-year-olds, you know. So I think it's just uh, speed factor is pretty big, you know, physical aspect and uh, just the decision-making is a lot quicker. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because it is one of the issues that's come up with the whole question of, you know, how old players are or should be in in, uh, in, in U.S. college hockey and the Big Ten is putting forth this proposal, you know, that may make it so that, you know, the the age would, would come down just a little bit. And one of the things they talk about is, you know, 18-year-olds could be playing against 24, 25-year-olds. I guess there's both sides of that argument, right? I mean, on the one hand, yeah, they're bigger and stronger and so on. On the other hand, you have an opportunity to try to prove yourself against, you know, bigger, older players. And if you can do, do that, it, it, you know, it means that much more for you. Yeah, I don't really agree with that rule either. I mean, some people bloom later. I mean, we have a couple older freshmen on the team, and I mean, for them, that wouldn't be fair at all. And 
I just feel like that's what makes college hockey, you know, that much more competitive is that the guys are a lot older and a lot more physical. So when you come in as an 18-year-old or 19-year-old, it just makes it that much more competitive and makes it that much funner. Well, you've been the guy that came in and right off the get-go, you know, we could see you had that dynamic capability to, uh, you know, to, to be able to, uh, you know, use your speed and, and skill as well to try to make things happen. Uh, you know, how, how, how do you describe yourself as a player? What are the things that, that I guess, you know, you, you really try to do the most and, and, and that uh, makes you proud when people talk about you like that? Uh, I mean, obviously, since I was a kid, I've always had, like, good offensive upside, you know, good hands. I've always worked on those since I was a kid, so. How do, how do you do that? Like, when you were younger, how do, I mean, we all know the stories about Sidney Crosby and shooting the pucks in the dryer and so on. You know, were there things that you did? Uh, I had one of those, uh, I still have it, the smart balls. It's like the balls that are the same weight as a puck, and every night I'd just be in the basement stick handling, be outside shooting pucks, so obviously I had fun doing it, so that's why I kept doing it, and uh, obviously the, it worked, so um, I mean, I still do it to this day. I'll go in the locker room at night and just start stick handling if I'm you know, trying to get away from homework or you know, a project or something, but uh, yeah, definitely I'm just offensive player, obviously working on my defensive game every time. I watch film and stuff, but uh, just uh, I'm a smaller forward, speed. I use my speed in my uh, hands as much as I can and uh, just drive the net as much as I can as well and make some plays. And, and being from where you are in Ottawa, I mean, I know the canal freezes up there, the, the rivers and the lakes. Did you play a lot of a lot of hockey outdoors up there? Oh, yeah. Back when I was a kid, the outdoor rinks were, were a really huge part of my life. And uh, I still do sometimes when I went back in the winter. It wasn't snowing in Ottawa this time when I went back, but the uh, last couple of years I've still went out there. But uh, when I was a kid, it was pretty huge. It usually is. Right, I mean, the, the, the I don't know is the canal frozen yet? It's uh, the Rideau Canal, right? I mean, I've heard a lot about it. Haven't had a chance to see it in the in the winter time. But what is it like? Uh, it's actually really cool. I mean, if you go at night, it's all lit up. And uh, actually, I didn't get the chance to go last year because it was only open for a couple weeks with the winter we had. But uh, years before that, just go with the family, go with some buddies. You know, you don't really play hockey in the canal; it's just more for like just skating. But uh, no, I used to love it as a kid. Still do. And talking about. Uh, things like that. You, you guys had an opportunity as a team with Merrimack to, to go to New York, see Ground Zero. Is, um, you know, uh, what was that like in terms of, I mean, had you been there before? Had you had, you had a chance to see it and, and what was it like? Really humbling uh, just to see it, all the men and women who sacrificed their lives. Uh, I mean, I'm Canadian, but still even being in that museum, seeing all the those things it was pretty crazy. I mean, we were some of the guys, and like, I don't even think we talked while we were in there. It was just mind blowing, and just uh, no, it just really makes you think, and really makes you appreciate your life. And then being on the campus at Army as well, uh, I guess that's one of the things that's kind of you know, you know, U.S. college hockey. You got you have the teams where the the, uh, the student athletes are they're playing hockey and going to school and they're going to get a job after, and then you've got the military schools, right? So you know, it's, a, it's a little different going on their campus. But what would you take away from that visit? Uh, really nice campus, and it just makes you think. I mean, uh, their coach talked to us the next day, and just the sacrifices that those players make. I mean, after their four years, you know, they're going to serve for the country. So, I mean, just there, that's it's crazy, and you get a lot of respect for them. Was there a, a player, you know, growing up in Ottawa, maybe a, a senator or somebody else, a player that you tried to, to emulate or, you, you know, try to model your style after? Um, as a kid, I was a big Mighty St. Louis fan. You know, being a smaller guy, I really looked up to him and the career he had. And he also, he went college hockey. So, I mean, seeing him go there, too, that kind of impacted my decision, too. So, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess just Marty St. Louis obviously was a big impact for me when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember watching him and Eric Perrin play at Vermont, and they were pretty exciting to, uh, pair of players to watch. So you're saying that, you know, watching him and following him and knowing that he had taken that route and gone to college and then obviously been so successful in the NHL, that, that kind of led to you doing the same, wanting to do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the amount, the career he had is really impressive, and uh, he chose the college route being a smaller forward. I know that the game's changed now, but uh, back then, being a small player in the NHL was pretty difficult to do, so I really looked up to him as a kid. All right, Matt, we're going to let you go here. Uh, second period coming up here. Uh, you with the lead 2-1. Uh, your thoughts on what they need to do here in the second? Uh, like I said before, just stick to the game plan, uh, be hard on the pucks, physical, get the pucks to the net, and you know, just get the game plan. You should be good. All right, Matt, thanks a lot for joining us. We appreciate it. Happy New Year, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Hopefully, good luck the rest of the way. All right, thank you. All right, Matt Fogut, our guest here from Ottawa, Ontario. Our score at the end of one is Union 2, Merrimack 1. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.